One of the complaints that people make about religious services is that rabbis don't talk about real life. And I suppose sometimes that's a legitimate complaint. So this morning, I'd like to talk to you about getting drunk. <laughs> Not from personal experience. Although, although, to be fair, since after all, one's personal experience might be relevant, I did spend my junior year abroad in Edinburgh in Scotland, and the first night, the way, these days, it's a very different orientation when you come to school. But let me just tell you what the orientation was then. The first night, everybody got tied to another student, and you went on a three-legged pub crawl through the city of Edinburgh. And I, who was a little Jewish boy from Philadelphia, got tied to this big Scottish rugby player, who, by the way, had weaned on beer um, when he was an infant and had drunk nothing else since. And by the end of the night, he was like dragging me along, you know, come on, laddie. Um, and I think it was the only time in my life that I actually wanted to die. Um, so it's not like I have no experience with being drunk. I do. But the reason I'm talking about it is because, believe it or not, in this morning's Parsha, we meet the first drunk. Because according to the Torah, Noah plants the first vineyard and drinks and gets drunk. Now, his getting drunk is much more understandable than a junior in college in Edinburgh, because after all, he's just witnessed the destruction of the world, which is a good reason we have to say to get drunk. But what I want to talk about is what it means spiritually, psychologically to do this in reaction to the destruction of the world. It's not enough to say, oh, he was traumatized, so he got drunk. There's something I think deeper here that we can understand, which is the destruction of the world, the flood, was an undoing of creation. That's what the flood story is. God creates the world, and then at the flood decides to undo creation and do exactly what our bar mitzvah spoke about this morning, which is to start over, to do a redo, to quote Arya. But the destruction itself is reintroducing tohu vavohu, chaos. Remember, the world is made out of chaos. And when the flood hits, it's chaos all over again. And sometimes when you have an external experience, what do you want to do? You want to reproduce it inside yourself. And getting drunk is introducing chaos inside you. Right? Nothing has order anymore. Nothing makes sense. Nothing matters. It's just chaos. And there's a deep spiritual lesson here. Because Judaism, which God eventually has to introduce to the world in order to counter chaos, is about creating a certain kind of order. 
If I say order to most Jews, they'll say Seder, and they'll think of Passover because the Passover meal is in an order. But you realize what you've been holding in your hand most of this morning is a Sidur, same word as Seder. It means order. And that all of Jewish law is about order. You get up in the morning and you say a prayer right away. Why? Because you should start your day with a certain regularity that creates order out of the chaos that is the world. You know that the world is chaotic. I thought about this this week when there was all the stuff. I'm not going to talk about social media, but when there were all these stories about Facebook and social media and so on, I thought there's a certain chaos to an online world. And we have to teach ourselves and our children a certain order. How do you regulate your access to it? How do you create an order that helps you orient yourself in the world? Which Noah was unable to do, but Abraham could do. And all of Jewish tradition is to give you a kind of spiritual spine that is it's not a rigid, constant order. It's something that you can hold on to that keeps the structure stable, that allows you then some variation because order in every single life is going to be different. Yours won't be exactly like mine, won't be exactly like the other person's. But when you read the story of Noah about chaos happening in the world and then Judaism as an antidote to Noah, you realize how much of Judaism is about creating that structure that allows you to make your way through the world still feeling like there's meaning and sense and grounding and order. Prayer every day does that. And even if you don't say three prayers a day, Shacharit, Mincha, and Mariv, even if you just say the Ani in the morning and the Shema at night, that helps create a certain order in your life so that you feel like you have the brackets on either end that keep the world meaning something, that keep the world intelligible, that keep things making sense. I remember years ago reading a story by Annie Lamont, who is a writer, about when she was a child and she had to do a report on birds and she looked up in the encyclopedia and saw that there were like thousands of different kinds of birds. And she thought, there's no way to do this chaos. And she said to her father, what should I do? And he said to her, just go bird by bird. And she called her book about writing bird by bird because of that story. So that's what Judaism is supposed to help us do. You don't actually have to fix everything or take on everything or look at everything. The world is overwhelming. There's more in it than anyone can see or do or read or experience in a lifetime. So here are some parameters to help you make your way step by step, bird by bird. That's part of the lesson of the Noah story is that out of chaos, God creates order and that our lives can follow that order as well. The Seder, the order of a well-lived life. There will still be chaotic moments. We all know this. Some of you 
might step into one too many pubs now and again. But if you keep the tradition in mind and it accompanies you through your days and through your nights, you will be amazed to discover how orderly it is. Those, for example, who have lost someone, which is a time of chaos, you go through Shiva and Shiva restores order and makes the world make sense again. It's a beautiful legacy and a beautiful lesson. And it all comes out of having too much to drink. Shabbat Shalom.